This is Big Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. David Hooper in the air chair with the audio version of the newsletter, Big Podcast Insider. This is the guest edition. Everything you hear me talk about is going to be linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Build a Big Podcast is a marketing podcast. The purpose of Build a Big Podcast is to help you grow your audience, make more money with your podcast, spread your message, make people care about your podcast. And on this issue, I'm going to be focusing on guests. Here's what's included. Stick with the plan. How to join the Twitter alternative, Mastodon. It's up and coming. You're going to want to know about it. I've already made a great connection with a very popular podcaster on there. Podcast interview checklist. It's a guide for guests. If you want to be a podcast guest, I've got a way for you to pitch yourself. It's going to be much more effective than traditional email. Your kid knows how to subscribe to your podcast. Let's take advantage of that. Also, the five stages of podcasting. You've heard about the stages of grief? Eh, podcasting has a similar thing. <laughs> but it's happy. It ends up in a very good place. Speaking of kids, I do these episodes like an old school children's book. When it's time to turn the page, or in this case, when it's time to go to a new story, this is the sound that you will hear. This episode is brought to you by Riverside.fm, the leading platform for studio quality, remote podcasts, and video. This is something that falls perfectly into the guest issue because Riverside is going to make sure that you and your guest sound good. People talk about growing a podcast via getting guests and then having those guests promote that episode. Well, that's not going to happen if you don't make your guests sound good. If you want your guests to sound good, Riverside. That's the way to do it. That's what they call a double ender, meaning the guest side of the interview is recorded. Your side of the interview is recorded. Everything goes up into the cloud. It gets stitched up together. You get the files. You can edit them, manipulate them in any way that you want, make it sound the way you want it to. You've got a great sounding podcast. That's why 70,000 people and companies use Riverside for their remote recording. Companies like Spotify, the New York Times, Gary Vee, Guy Raz, a lot of people using Riverside. You can be one of them. You can try this for free. See how good you sound. See how good your guests sound. It's at riverside.fm. They're going to give you a couple of hours. Check it out. Take it through the paces. It's got some great stuff. If you like it, I've got a discount code for you. It's Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, meaning after that free trial, you want to save some money, you'll get 15% off when you use that code. Riverside.fm, Big Podcast, that's the code, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Type that in, you're going to get 15% off riverside.fm let's get to it stick with the plan i'm going to talk about the five stages of podcasting later on in this episode first i want to tell you a story had dinner with a buddy of mine a couple weeks ago one of those day trader types and it's pretty fascinating to talk to him we get together a couple times a year driving through town he's more or less a digital nomad He's got a tricked out pickup truck that he stays in the back of, works from, parks it anywhere with a great view, does his work. The thing's got a satellite dish, two or three batteries. The thing can jump itself. It's <laughs> pretty amazing, right? Computer in there. He can do everything that he needs from the road. And he does. One of those things is watching the computers that he's got hooked up to monitor stocks and other investments. He's got these systems set up that watch for indicators that mean it's a good time to buy, a good time to sell. I'm not really into this stuff personally, but there's one aspect of it that I find fascinating. That's the decision-making process. I've done a little bit of stock trading, not much, and I'll tell you why. 
I got in on an IPO about 20 years ago. It was a company called mp3.com. Again, it's the IPO. And back in the day, 20 years ago, everything's going up. Bought it for 24. The thing skyrockets immediately to over $100. It was hyped up. And then it started dropping. It was a significant amount, but at the time it was very significant to me. So I've got this stock and I'm like, all right, I'm rich. I'm making this thing happen. And as that thing is dropping, I'm watching it. It's not going to get as low as 24 probably, but every dollar that it dropped, I'm losing hundreds of dollars. Long story short, it actually did go lower than 24. I think I got out about 70. So I was feeling pretty good. But the point is this, is you get emotional when you're watching the ebbs and flows of a stock market. You know this if you've been involved in any kind of cryptocurrency because those markets are completely crazy. You could go on something like Coinbase right now and all over the place, completely volatile. And that's how some people are making a lot of money, but it's also how some people are losing a lot of money. And I asked him about this. I said, how do you do this, man? I don't know if my heart could take it. And he said this, he said, you've got to have a plan and you've got to stick to it. Meaning he's investing money and he knows when he's going to sell. He doesn't get emotional about it. He takes his gains when he can get them, sells it off, lives to fight another day. Doesn't worry about what he didn't make. He worries about what he did make. And the reason he does that And you can understand this. When you're in the middle of something that counts, emotions get the best of you. And when that happens, you make mistakes. You're throwing good money after bad. You're staying in a relationship longer than you should be staying in it. Maybe it's a personal relationship. Maybe it's that employee who, not really pulling his weight. Maybe it's time to let him go. It happens in podcasting too. Let's say you got a lead on a great guest. You approach the guest about being on your podcast. That guest says yes. Then what? If you feel that you're on the edge of this guest saying yes, you've maybe had to do a little convincing to get this guest to say yes to you. Are you then going to require that guest to go through the same pre-interview process that you do with everybody else? What if you ask and that guest refuses? Should you take the chance that this might make him change his mind about being the guest? Are you willing to take that bet? Again, this thing's teetering on maybe not happening. Should you take the chance that this might make him change his mind about being a guest if you ask for that pre-interview? That's where emotion comes to play in podcasting. You know what it takes to make a good podcast. Have a plan, stick with it. That guest is on the fence and he says, "Eh, you know, I really don't do pre-interviews because a lot of people don't. A lot of people say, oh, don't you trust me? And I will say this, if you're running into that a lot, that is probably because you're dealing with amateurs professionals, they're up for a pre-interview because professionals care about their image. Professionals know what it takes to get a good sound. In the entertainment industry, we have something called a sound check. And a sound check is you getting on stage the day of the show. It's before anybody's in the arena and you're going through the sounds. How's the guitar sound? How's the drum sound? How's the bass sound? How do the monitors sound? Can you hear yourself on stage? You don't leave that to chance. So if you're getting a lot of pushback on this, you're probably not interviewing the right people. At the same time, Some people are busy, but I encourage you to be like my day trading friend. Focus on the great episodes that you can get. Don't worry about losing a few of them. No, I'm not going to do that pre-interview. Okay, well, we do pre-interviews here. 
don't worry about that guest who doesn't want to wear headphones. Well, sorry, you got to wear headphones. I'm not going to hear myself talking back through your mic because you don't wear headphones. By the way, I've got something coming up about that. It's an easy way to make sure your guest is properly mic'd and also wearing headphones because that's the overall theme of this episode, getting great guest interviews and also pitching yourself as a guest. I want to talk about this first because this is hot, hot, hot. This is about the Twitter alternative, Mastodon. A lot of people talking about Twitter in the last week. (laughs) Big things happening over there. First of all, let me say this. Yes, I'm still on Twitter. At David Hooper, you can still find me there, still active on it. I'm there, at least for now. But I am also on Mastodon, which is very similar to Twitter, but it's decentralized. So if you've got the richest man in the world who decides that he wants to buy it, impossible. Not going to happen. If you want in, I've got an invite for you. This is at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I've got a limited number of these. This is on a podcasting-centric server. So you are going to immediately be connected to other podcasters, other podcast producers, other people involved in the podcasting industry. Mastodon is a lot smaller than Twitter. Here's the good news, though, because it is so small. And I'm talking, I don't know, maybe a million people on there now, maybe more. It's not that small. It's not like 10 guys getting together and talking about tech. (laughs) It's pretty big, but it is small compared to Twitter. And because of that, it is very easy for you to reach out to people that you might not have been able to get in touch with. Perhaps people that you want to guest on your podcast. Send those people a message, start a conversation. People are excited about Mastodon. It's really interesting to get on there too. Because when you go on Twitter, especially this week, This week in the United States, if you're not familiar, it was an election week. You get on Mastodon. I mean, there's some people talking about the election on there, but it's not the crazy thing that you would see on Twitter. It's not the Russian bots. It's not senators or members of Congress trying to jockey for attention. This server specifically, it's really just people who care about podcasting. So if you want to get some popular podcasters on your show, you want to interview them, find out what they're doing. This is a good opportunity for you. That's exactly what I did. Been talking to Grammar Girl on there. She was in my book, Big Podcast. Talked about how she uses an icon instead of putting her face on her cover. I think that's brilliant. And the reason that's brilliant is because Grammar Girl is a character. Ming Yong Fogarty, if she ever wanted to replace herself, she could do that, bring in a new Grammar Girl. And for the record, I hope she doesn't do that. I'm not saying that she's replaceable. But what I'm saying, there is a strategy there where your show can be bigger than just you. I talk about it in the book, bigpodcast.com slash book. If you're not familiar with my book, it's a big, big book and it talks all about podcast marketing. Anyway, if you're interested, bigpodcast.com slash book. I've been talking to her, said, hey, you're in my book. Let me send you a copy. Been going back and forth. Very nice lady, easily accessible on Mastodon, just like a lot of other people, just like me. I've got a short video at newsletter.bigpodcast.com if you want to learn how to use it. If you know how to use Twitter, you're going to know how to use it. I've also got those invites newsletter.bigpodcast.com. One more thing on this. Even if you don't have a plan to use this now, go ahead and sign up for an account. You never know where these things are going to go. I was at South by Southwest when Twitter was launched. This is 2007, 2008. I don't remember exactly when it was. Twitter launches at South by Southwest. And it was a thing. The way we used it down there, if you're not familiar with South by Southwest, and I'm talking about the music South by Southwest. There's also a tech version. It's the same week and the thing runs together. But for the music conference, there are hundreds of showcases in Austin, Texas. 
and we get on Twitter. Hey, I'm at Stubbs. Hey, I'm at Maggie Mays. Hey, I'm hanging out on 6th Street. Whatever. You'd let people know where you are. People could come find you. They could ask you questions. You could join a group talking about a band or a club or a performance that night. It was great. So I've been on Twitter for a long, long time. It's had its ups and downs since then. Mastodon is going to be the same thing. It's not going to necessarily be smooth sailing, but you want to be part of it. You want to watch it. Get that invite, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Podcast interview checklist, guide for guests. The better you prepare your guests to be on your podcast, the better episode that you will get. This video, I've got it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. This is a fun and entertaining way to do this. Kind of has a 90s tongue-in-cheek corporate training video kind of vibe. So it's entertaining to watch, great set, and he's talking to potential guests about different things that they can do to sound better on your podcast. One of those things is the mic to use. This is really important because all podcasters know that there are a lot of guests that think they can use AirPods or they think they can use a built-in laptop mic. This is my favorite part of the video because he actually says, here's what you're going to sound like if you use these mics. Check this out. The worst microphone you can use is probably the one in your laptop. Built-in laptop microphones can make your voice sound hollow and echoey. And pick up every little sound like barking dogs or crying babies. Avoid using the laptop microphone altogether. Not bad, right? The other issue that you find with guests is they don't want to use headphones. Well, explains why that's important too. Now, mics aren't the only important piece of equipment. Headphones are also essential for your interview. When you're listening to the interviewer speak, you don't want their voice to be picked up by your mic. Without headphones, this creates drastic problems when editing. Anyway, fun video from the guys at Buzzsprout. It's linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Also linked if you want something in writing that you can send to your guest, including photos of actually how to use a Blue Yeti. I got those photos. They're linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Blue Yeti, as you know, super common mic. A lot of people have it. People don't know how to use it though. Send them these photos. You're going to make your guests sound so much better. Everything is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. What if you're not looking to interview guests, but you're looking to be interviewed as a guest? If you want to be on more podcasts as a guest, I want you to consider this. There's a tool called Vocal. It works with Gmail and it lets you record and send voice notes via Gmail. I think it is one of the best options for pitching yourself to podcasters. And here is why. I was just talking about this regarding the Buzzsprout video. Podcasters have a lot of reasons to say no to you. And one of the most common reasons is they're not sure that you're going to sound good. You could be the most important, smartest, brilliant guy in the world. But if you don't sound great, a lot of podcasters are going to say no to you. Vocal changes that because when you send somebody an email pitch with a vocal message attached, they can hear you. They know how great your mic sounds. They know that you can talk. They know a little bit more about your personality and how that comes through on the mic. It is a very nice way to build rapport via email without having to send a press kit or without having to send samples. Imagine this. I send John the podcaster an email. He's got a podcast for attorneys. One of the things that I know is that attorneys, they are hustlers. They've got to go out and get new clients. So I send John an email and I attach a vocal message, something like, hey, John, David Hooper here from Build a Big Podcast. I saw your podcast for attorneys. You know, I've also got a podcast. and I actually interview a lot of attorneys. Something that I have found is that a lot of these attorneys, because of how they think and they're so technical and they're so by the book, I find that they default to that part of their brain when I'm interviewing them. 
They're really fun before and after the interview, but when that red light goes on, they get technical. They get very specific. They lose the levity and the personality that I wanted to come through on the interview. Anyway, I've got some tips specifically for attorneys, how to sound great on a podcast. I'd love to come on your podcast and talk about that. If you're interested, just reply back to this message. You can hear how smooth on the mic I am, how great I sound. I'm going to bring that to your podcast and show your listeners how to sound just as smooth when they're being interviewed by the media. Anyway, something like that. That's a nice pitch as opposed to David Hooper founded the company in blank, 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 and has written these books in blank, 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 and he's done this and he's done that. A boring email that is easy to get lost. Your voice comes through, your personality comes through. And if you want, you want to do hair, makeup, lighting, there's a video option as well. It's called Vocal. And to send a message, it's as simple as this. You don't even have to leave Gmail. You're sending your message. You press record, speak into the mic, hit send, you are done. I've got more information about it. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Your kid knows how to subscribe to a podcast. You know that. (laughs) I think way back in the day, about 40 years ago, I was about 10. My uncle got one of the first consumer-grade VCRs. My grandfather was a salesman for Hitachi Electronics. Got him a deal. Had a Hitachi VCR. It wasn't fancy, no on-screen programming. About as big as a boat anchor. But at the time, we thought it was amazing. And had this little bitty clock. And if you knew how to set it, you could record whatever you wanted, anytime, day or night. Soap operas in the middle of the day when you're at work, it could record it. You know what I liked? Friday night videos. You remember that? Before MTV, nobody had cable back in the day. I mean, some people did. But we watch videos 90 minutes a week, NBC, Friday night videos. I mean, sure, I could stay up, and I did, but I also wanted to record them because I wanted to watch them every single day. I was really into music when I was a kid. Anyway, this VCR thing, it solved it. But some people, they didn't know how to set the clock. The blinking 12 problem, they called it. Me as a 10-year-old, I got it. And your 10-year-old kid, your 5-year-old kid, those kids get it too. Somewhat ironically, When you explain how to get a podcast to adults, you need to break it down as if they were children. And I have a way to do that. It is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I make it really easy. It's based on the phone that you have. I give people one button to press. Done. That's it. If you want more subscribers to your podcast and you do want them on the phone, we've talked about that because that is how podcasts are consumed. You're going to want to follow this process. It is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Hey, something related. I could use a kid to teach me Mastodon. No, no, no. I kid. I kid. (laughs) I got that primer video for you. I've got the invites. Mastodon is easy. Don't be intimidated. All this linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Five stages of podcasting. I can't tell you how many people come to me wanting to get sponsors for a brand new podcast. And if you're one of these people, you're looking to get sponsors for your podcast, I want you to consider this. Anything will sell for the right price. In other words, you got a brand new podcast? Yeah, you can find sponsors for your podcast. Do you know who the sponsors are going to be? It's not going to be the deal that you imagined. It's definitely not going to be the money that you imagined. New podcasters getting $2, $3 for every 1,000 listens. And if you've got a brand new podcast, chances are you're not getting 1,000 listens per episode. It takes a minute to build a podcast audience. But let's say you did have 1,000 listeners per episode. Two or three bucks, is that worth putting an ad in? I've heard people say this. They say, that's better than nothing. But is it? 
No, it's not. Ask yourself this. Is it worth it for me to make 1,000 people sit through an ad that likely doesn't apply to them for me to make $3? No, it's not. There are five stages of podcast evolution. I've got more information about this, but let me break these down really quickly. The first stage is the idea. If you've already got a podcast, that's somewhat in motion already. Although I've never seen a podcast not evolve once it's launched. And that's the second stage. That's the structure. First stage, the idea. Second stage, the structure. Third stage, that's what I mentioned a minute ago, takes a minute to build this audience. And that's the third stage, building the audience. The fourth stage, building the brand, the reputation, expanding beyond that audience, bringing in new audiences. The fifth stage, that's where your revenue is. It's last on the list, but here's the good news. If you can stick this out, stick out those five stages, the idea, structure, building the audience, building the brand, and then get to revenue, it is relatively simple for you to make the equivalent of two to $300 for every 1,000 listeners that you have. And bringing in that kind of money is going to allow you to catch up very quickly for all those early episodes where you did not have any money coming in. Take your time, do it right. Don't cheapen your hard work and annoy listeners, especially the guys that are jumping in with you early. Those are the guys that are really taking a chance on you. You wanna take care of them, man. They could be with you forever. Those are the guys that are sticking out with you, even though you're really not together because they see that you've got the potential to get together. They see something within you that's that spark that's going to expand. So treat those guys right. Don't give them those 2 or $3 ads that aren't a match for them. Make them sit through that. Five stages of podcasting. Everything is linked. And there's more information on this at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. This takes it back to the very first thing that I said. Stick with the plan. If you work that plan, you're going to get to where you want to go. And it does not take nearly as long as it may seem when you're at the very beginning of your journey. I'm talking months, not years. And it's not like nobody's listening. Maybe you start with a dozen, hundred, few hundred, thousand. Adds up pretty quickly. You're going to have a lot of fun doing it. Stick with the plan. Remember that. Thank you for listening to Build a Big Podcast. For more from me, what is that URL? newsletter.bigpodcast.com. That's where the newsletter is. You can sign up for that, but also sign up for this podcast. Not only do you get the audio version of the newsletter, you get other commentary that comes in as well. I've got a lot of behind the scenes stuff coming up. I've got some behind the scenes stuff coming up now. You actually hear me in the studio working with guests. You actually hear me working with the producer, the engineer, find out what happens between takes, between commercials, the stuff that never makes it to the air on radio or the stuff that never makes it to the final edit of your podcast. I've got it up now on Build a Big Podcast and also more coming. Subscribe to make sure that you don't miss any of it. And here's how to do it. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Got three buttons for you. One for Android, one for iPhone. I've got an RSS feed. I've also got a QR code that you can scan. And that makes it very easy for you to get Build a Big Podcast on your mobile phone. You can take me with you to the gym, in your car, wherever you're going. We're going to build a big podcast for you together. Make people care about your message. Get you that money. Talk about two to three hundred dollars CPM, not two to three, two to three hundred. And you can do this by subscribing. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Thanks for listening to Build a Big Podcast. I'll see you on the next episode.